Hello, Paulina. Hello, Louise Lee. We've got a podcast. We have, just like the young people have. Just like it's only a year after everybody else, which is the most wonderfully glorious middle-aged thing of, we're not going to just do this because it's fashionable. We're not <laughs> ahead of the curve. We're not ahead no. of the curve. We're no, let's, let's see how the curve's going <laughs> and slot ourselves into the curve just as it's straightening out. Like we did with skinny jeans. but i'm very excited about our podcast because it's it's a game it's a game where our guests can choose alternative realities it'll all become clear as you listen along so our first guest is the amazing suze kempner she's at least a double a double threat a double threat she's a comedian singer actor that's three um she's an internet phenomenon you know. Yeah, she's she's someone who took the pandemic and ran with it. You know how some people really, um, yeah, just grasped new opportunities and the rest of us, you know, baked sourdough and ate. She is amazing with the amount of stuff that she puts out. Wonderful. Yeah. You will also hear from my delightful dog, but contrary to what I said, uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this. You'll hear him bark <laughs> later as proof that I didn't kill him. It was filmed in front of a Zoom audience thanks to the lovely people at Funny Women. Thank you, Funny Women. We Thank love you. you. And there are visual uh, reference, but we've put any of those into the show notes so that you can um, see see the weird thing that Suze can do with her face. So jealous. Uh, but otherwise, <laughs> just have a lovely listen and enjoy. And do leave us reviews if you like it. And if you don't, yes. don't. Absolutely. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Pauline Eyre. And I'm Louise Lee. This is Air Lead Doors, and we are... Opening doors to other dimensions. Here's how it works. We feed information about our guest into our space-time generator, the Dimension Matrix, or Dominatrix for short, and she creates a whole bunch of portals or doors into other dimensions. And then we let our guest peer through the doors into alternative realities. Will she be living out her wildest dreams, trapped in her childhood nightmares? Or some weird bastard mixture of the two. But Louise, who is our lucky guest today? It's singing sensation, comedy queen, queen podcast, podcast queen, green screen, queen of... Oh, God. (laughs) Who wrote this? (laughs) It's the hilarious Twitter phenomenon that is Suze Kempner. Oh, hi. (laughs) Um, our guests on Zoom, by the way, please do unmute yourselves. We'd love to hear you clapping and laughing and singing along with Suze. Hi, Suze. How Hi. are you? Thanks for having me. Your big launch. It is our big launch. This is our, our, our launch episode and we are very special guests. You are Congratulations. True Thank to you. form, my dog is destroying something immediately behind me. So I can hear it. I, can you hear it? Yeah. I'm going to go and kill him. <laughs> Suze... <laughs> become an absolute I mean you were fabulous before but you've become a phenomenon during lockdown have you not oh, admitted you. And, and relative and, isn't it <laughs> I'm sorry there's nothing relative when it comes to you've got a twitter blue tick <laughs> <laughs> if I'd known yeah I got a twitter blue tick about three weeks ago if I'd known how much importance people put on them uh, <laughs> I would have strived a bit harder to get one <laughs> well and you've been phenomenal if anybody hasn't uh, seen the Suze's um, Twitter stuff. She's at Suze UK and is absolutely brilliant and Thanks. pretty putting out some stuff. And the, the dog is dead and uh, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> I'll just get the blood off my face. <laughs> <laughs> 
just to let you know about the game, Suze, that a mm. lot of the things that, that the dominatrix spits out for us are made from mm. ingredients that come from your own life. So okay. it might be that you recognise some of these scenarios and we end up talking about them, or it might be that it's something that's never occurred to you before. So mm-hmm. if you feel that the dominatrix may have been stalking you somewhat, yes, yes, she magic. She okay, does. fine, fine. So before we set it off... Um, we've got one more person we need to put in it. And if you Ooh. don't mind, I don't want to upset you, but why Olivia Coleman? Putting Olivia Coleman in. Okay. Um, <laughs> way back in 2019, um, which is now counts as Days of Yore, <laughs> I was doing a show at the Ivy. I was doing mm-hmm. a cabaret at the top of the Ivy. They've got like a 70 seat venue and my pianist was there. And we, as we um, were just about to start the show, Olivia Coleman walked in and just stood at the bar and she was looking at the stage and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do a show for Olivia Coleman. This is crazy. And this is like just after she's won the Oscar as well. Like she won the Oscar two months ago. So I go on stage and I'm like, hello everybody. Welcome to a night of the Suzicals. My pianist starts playing and my first song was Rainbow High from Evita. And I literally went, I don't think I nearly need the reason why I won't succeed. I haven't started. And Olivia Coleman just walked out. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh no, the shade. And then I just went to the, I, I sang a bit more and then went, guys, guys, Olivia Coleman was here. She just walked out and the audience were like, yeah, we saw, we saw. <laughs> Oh my god! So, do you does that does that mean you now have beef with her? Yeah, we're it's, um, Hollywood's hottest grudge. <laughs> yeah, I want to have beef with her, so that's fine. Ooh, what's your Only beef? Because um, when I grew up, I wanted to be the comic actress of my generation, and she sure. got my place that I would have had at Footlights if I'd have gone to Cambridge <laughs> and if I'd had an audition for Footlights. And gotcha. If, and if, and if, and if I'd ever tried. Um, <laughs> because she's just the same age as me. Mm. I see, yeah. I see. Anyway, let's pop her. In, give her a shake about in the dominatrix. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Isn't that a salad spinner? Oh. No. Yes. A very sophisticated bit of material. <laughs> Um, before we look through the first door, I just want to explain a little bit. The good news is that we're going to use the power of the dominatrix to allow you to actually walk through one of the doors and live the life you see on the other side. I know so much. It's exciting, isn't it? But the bad news is you have to make the decision before you know what all the options are. Okay. It's choose it or lose it if you like it. Right, right. right. So let's get on with the game. Yeah. Door number one. It's New Year's Eve 2018. You're singing at a gig in Essex. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. (laughs) So 2018, I'd had quite a good year. Like things have been on a nice trajectory with my career. And I went on Facebook on New Year's Eve and I said, well, guys, just one more gig before this year's out. Mm-hmm. It's been a great year, and I can't wait to see what 2019 brings. 2018 is going to end on a high, so 2019, you've got a lot to live up to. And the gig I had that night was singing dance floor fillers uh, on and off for five hours in a pub in Essex, right? 
And I've done these kind of gigs a million times before. You put your PA system in the car, you drive to the gig, you set it up and you sing like simply the best and ABBA and a bit of Motown and everyone goes, oh, oh, it was wonderful. There was this singer there. And you know what? She knew all the words. It's that, it's so, it's so easy. And I got there and no one was there and it didn't feel like a pub. There was like a small corner bar and then loads of long tables, but I figured, oh, they've set it up like this. I said, hi, are you not open yet? And they went, oh, everyone's arriving at seven. I went, okay. And I said, where am I setting up? Oh, over there in that corner. So I'm setting on my PA system and then I'm looking around and there's all these framed photos on the walls of people called like grandmasters and stuff. And I was like, oh shit, this is a Masonic lodge. I'm doing a gig for the Freemasons. <laughs> now the full version of this story takes about 20 minutes to tell. And so you I can won't check Susan's Twitter. <laughs> yeah I did a whole thread about this gig and uh yeah people were like it's genuinely the worst gig I've ever done they hated it these masons hated everything I was doing and bearing in mind all I'm doing is I've been hired to be a singer for New Year's Eve and I'm singing dance floor hits from the 50s to the present day like you wonder what they actually wanted but um it all came to a head where the chairman the chair who was called John who was like a big red cupboard <laughs> and he <laughs> a big red drunk cupboard and they went this, this little guy no one was getting on the dance floor by the way so I'm singing like you're simply the best <laughs> with like loads of backs to me and then occasionally people would turn around and go right and then <laughs> this little guy came over and he was like John wants to talk to you John wants to talk to you and I was like, I'm in the middle of a song. <laughs> so I finished the song, went over to John, who couldn't stop touching me, by the way. And he went, it's not working. We're hating it. We're hating it. In the end, he went, we're going to run a karaoke. <laughs> and I was like, I went to the Royal Academy of Music. <laughs> so I had to run a karaoke off my laptop because John was going to sing a song. And the song he chose was Ain't No Pleasing You. And I went, oh, that's apt. And he didn't laugh. And he sang it. And like, would you believe it, guys? John was fucking shit. <laughs> they all went, but they all went berserk. But then after about a minute, they weren't berserk anymore. They just all turned away from him as well. So that hadn't worked either. And then when I took the mic back off him, I went, oh, not as easy as it looks, is it, John? Um, at one point, <laughs> um, a mum came over with her. And she, she was about my age. She was younger than most of the people there. Handed me a phone and said, plug this in, right? No, please. No, thank you. Plug this in and press play on that track because my kids are going to do a dance. And I was like, oh, oh hey, everyone, we've got a treat. It's a, some kids doing a dance. And these three under 12s got on stage and did what I can only describe as a sexy dance. I love <laughs> it. I love under 12s doing a sexy dance. Oh, my God. It. And I was watching in horror and everyone was going. Oh. And they finished and everyone sort of drifted away like zombies. And then at the very end of the night, Right. I did Old Lang Syne and then I knew I had one more song because I was finishing just after midnight. And my final song is always We Are The Champions. Yeah. So I was like, they can, you know, everyone loves to sing along to that. So I went, well, it's the end of the night. Happy New Year. We've got one more song. And someone shouted out, Silent Night, please. And everyone fucking lost their shit laughing. And then what followed was like the angriest version of We Are The Champions you've ever heard. I was furious. I've paid my dues time after time. And then at the end of the song, bearing in mind as well, I'd had to have dinner with them and all they talked about was how good Brexit was going to be. And I kept my mouth shut. I went, fuck Brexit. 
dropped my mic, stormed off to the top office. But it's which sounds amazing. But then what follows is five minutes later, I have to come back down in my trainers and pack it up because it's my mic. <laughs> So we're we're back there in this dimension. We're back in this marvelous environment. Sure. Um, Mm. uh, But instead of it being the chair of the Freemasons called John, yeah, that person is the person singing. There ain't no pleasing you. Is you might want to go through this door. It's Brad Pitt. Oh, I always felt we would get on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm going in. Well, bear in mind this is the this is your this is the first door. Yeah. You can't I, that means you turning down the next seven doors. All right, well I better hear about them first. Oh no, you don't no, get to choose. You don't get to you, you have to make a choice so as we you know you survived. What I would say is you know you survived this night. Yeah, that's true. And to be honest, like if Brad Pitt's a Freemason, I'm not sure how well we're going to get on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm not going to do it. Okay, cool. I'm not let's, do it. let's, I mean, Louise seems to be pushing you away from this, but I'm thinking you, <laughs> you, he might come in and get everybody going, going, she is amazing. Let's all get on the dance floor. And That's true. Although, you know, why, if he's now decided he's going to sing on the karaoke... He's, he's still he's still asking me to run a karaoke right and he is also the chair of the freemasons in essex he's yeah. not hollywood's brad pitt mm. yeah I, essentially I this is just a, a handsome guy in his late 50s yeah who's a freemason yeah it's not it's not enough it's not enough you're okay. turning it's not enough um shall yeah we, no should we move it on then yeah see you brad okay bye brad <laughs> Door Ooh. number Ooh, two. Oh, when he shit, he was a shit singer, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> an opportunity to turn Brad down, Brad Pitt. We've well, done it at some time, haven't we? Okay, so in this door, you're finally going on holiday again. Okay, great. But so far, it's been a disaster. The airline has lost your luggage. You're going to have to wash your knickers in the sink and hope they're going to be dry by the morning. You have to sleep naked. You get to your hotel. And there's also been a mix-up there. You have to share a room tonight. Oh. Share the room with... That could have been Brad Pitt, but it wasn't. <laughs> Not Olivia Coleman, is it? Freddie Mercury. Hey! I was going to say, if it was Olivia Coleman, that would be all right, because she'd just walk out again, wouldn't she? See her. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, look who it is, boy. It's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Oh, well, like, this is going to be brilliant. He's yeah. probably got some clothes I can borrow, because, like... And you look fabulous. He doesn't have any. No, no, I say... And you'll look fabulous if he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> we, we have very similar fashion sense, Freddie and I. Oh, this will be great. Like, I, I feel like Freddie and I would have really got along. Um, first of all, I know all his songs, so we could have a great sing-along. Um, we've already talked about how we'd share fashions. You and... could totally do the... Who did he do the duet with? Oh, Monster at Caballé. Oh, yeah, you could do that, couldn't you? Yeah, um, I would not I, want to be in the room oh, below you. I, no, but maybe they would. Maybe they go. 
oh god rack, hang on is that freddie mercury and an opera singer and i go no it's just me Suze. <laughs> so yeah. i'm gonna take this one two tempting ones bad scenario good person twice yeah yeah maybe some good scenarios ahead but you've used up two good people that's true dilemma but if i say if i say yes to this you know it it's all over isn't it it's all over but you're like, this is the universe i've chosen um yeah. we'll, we'll still tell you what you've missed also like when you meet a hero they say never meet your heroes what if I meet Freddie Mercury and he's like this bitch? <laughs> that would be bad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut, I'm gonna shut that door. My goodness, my friend met David Bowie once. <gasps> what was that like? Party got introduced to him, and my friend just went. Uh, uh, mm. and, that was it. and then walked away. Because yeah, but, but in this situation, you're naked. You're both having a crappy holiday because you're both in some weird transfer. Yeah, you know, you've got an icebreaker right there. It's true, but what if he's like, don't put the television on, shut up. Resting <laughs> my voice. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, don't use the bathroom. I need access to it at all times. He's one of those yeah. flatmates. Diva. It'll be okay. horrible. I, I don't want it. I'm, take, I'm turning away from this opportunity. Okay. Thank you, Lord Sugar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Move on. Door number three. Okay. Okay. So this time you're invited to appear on the upcoming UK version of Married at First Sight. Oh shit. Shut the door. <laughs> it's a nerve-wracking experience. You have no idea what kind of person the experts will choose for you, but you trust the process. Yeah. You prepare for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And finally you walk down the aisle. Yeah. And there waiting for you is it's a marriage made in heaven it's Liza Minnelli (laughs) perfect as 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 Pauline would call her Liza Minnelli Liza Minnelli well, it's Welsh, isn't it? She's a Welsh. Well, she is of Welsh origin. Yeah. <laughs> Do it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Father Vincente. That's kind of Welsh, I guess. Oh, how exciting. Um, I just say, because I knew how into Married at First Sight Australia you are, I watched a whole episode just so I could write this and have some knowledge of what happens in it. <laughs> Did you watch yeah. Australia season six? I watched... No, I watched That's the only one I've seen, and I won't watch any others. It was too stressful. <laughs> oh, how do you fancy a blind date marriage with Liza, my bloody Nelly? I mean, what is my Liza Minnelli to you, Suze? I think it's important to she. She is. She she is my Diana. Like <laughs> she she's she's everything. Liza Minnelli is um an example of like she's that Hollywood. Hollywood, uh, the you know the the drugs and alcohol of Hollywood, they chewed you up, they spat you out. Like she's had it real tough, and she seems to be just the nicest person, even though she is a hot mess. <laughs> so what a hero! And also probably one of the greatest actors 
this world has ever seen. And can I also say she's also been the subject of one of my highlights of the whole of lockdown. So, Susie, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah okay right for those who don't know I during uh the lead up to the US election was doing Trump speeches absolutely verbatim as Liza Minnelli oh, um amazing. and it works surprisingly well should I find you a Trump speech yes I find <laughs> one here it is okay okay Syria we took him out other than where we kept the oil if that's okay with you kept the oil we have some back keep the oil we should have kept the oil in Iraq too remember I used to say keep the oil don't go in I would say don't go into Iraq but I was a civilian nobody cared I was like you so nobody cares I want to get that mosquito out of here I don't like it that is verbatim <laughs> That is genuinely the words of Trump delivered verbatim. <laughs> so, so that Susan put on the full makeup and and <laughs> like and did a green screen where she was standing behind the presidential lector. It was beautiful. <laughs> well worth seeking out. On YouTube. Thanks. How do you feel about this scenario? Are you going to marry her? I mean, I love it, but I just feel like it's a lot of pressure on her. Um, and again, we're in that situation, aren't we? Where you're like, don't meet your heroes. Because what if they're like, I, I hate being married to her, leave. That she's like that. But then, you, but then you'll always have the story. Yeah, I mean, it, you true. wouldn't be the first dodgy divorce in that family. How would you think <laughs> hour to just an hour? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to close the door on this. Just because... I I don't feel like I'm the husband Liza deserves. Oh, you could be the wife she deserves, though, Suze. You're allowed that. Could <laughs> no, I don't think I'm the husband or wife. I'm not the partner Liza deserves. She deserves someone like um, Cam from season six of Married at First Sight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gonna have. To... I wish I knew what that <laughs> Okay. Wow. Well, you've turned down Brad Pitt. You've turned down. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. You're turning down Liza Minnelli. For a wife. Yeah. I worry though, what if I like started doing impressions of her and she's like, that's not that's not charming. (laughs) (laughs) People love that. Like me, and the whole world was going, oops. (laughs) (laughs) They're all watching. It's married at first sight. They're all watching and they're like. And they're like Liza is a, Liza's a hero to a lot of people, and they're like they're like this bitch. <laughs> that's yeah. what I, that's how I could end up. So, so it's not even it's potentially career suicide as well. Okay, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bye, Liza. See, I can't stop doing it. <laughs> door number four. Okay. Okay. So behind this door, you're writing another one of your legendary Twitter threads. <laughs> with the content and the response it's gone viral you've got thousands of new followers but you also get a bunch of comment comments from the take it literally reply guy <laughs> yeah uh, sue we called you liza what what the take it literally reply guy means the take it literally reply guy is so when so reply guys they're not trolls they're not the same as trolls but they are people who reply to tweets usually men hence reply guy uh who they add 
they're adding nothing. A retweet or a like would have been fine. And they're just instead adding nothing. And there's loads of different categories. So take it literally reply guy is for example, me writing, um, uh, state of my hair this morning. No wonder I can't find myself a husband. They've written, no, just believe in yourself. Anyway, um, are you saying that someone with bad hair can't find someone to love? That's a ridiculous thing to say. That's the kind of thing you get. And yeah, you, uh, it, it happens. I, I'd say it happens on about 75% of all of my tweets. <laughs> oh, joy. Uh, in this scenario, you've had a fantastic thread that's done great, whatever it does. What do you do? Business on Twitter? I don't Numbers. Know. Numbers on Twitter. good numbers. Sorry, I'm 54. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 22, so. Yeah. And somewhere between. Great, because <laughs> fantastic. So, yeah. Some like you, of course, but you get into a conversation with Take It Literally Reply Guy, and you yeah. have back and forth, and you're, you're hating yourself because I really shouldn't engage with you. Yeah. And eventually you find out that Reply Guy is not who he says he is, but turns out to actually be. <gasps> Olivia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, no thoughts required. Shut the door. This <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Shut that door. Later on, after the gig at the Ivy, saw her. She was having a drink with Daisy Ridley. I was like, oh, she's good enough for you, is she? <laughs> but at least in this scenario, she stuck around. <laughs> yeah, she's interested. <laughs> oh, and she's gone. She's gone. See ya. Okay, so you, you've got rid of Olivia yeah. Coleman, Liza Minnelli, yeah. Freddie Mercury and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Steve, what's behind this one? Okay. Door number five. Oh my God, Suze, you literally are Sonic the Hedgehog. <gasps> You're so fast. You can curl up in a tiny ball and you can attack your enemies. You have a yeah. bunch of great friends. You hang out with Tails and Knuckles and Amy Rose. And yes. there's no pandemic. There's no crappy gigs, no reply guys. Just a lovely, simple existence where life is a game. Yeah. But who's playing that game, Suze? Oh, no. Oh, no. Is she being controlled? Wow, 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 unbelievable! <laughs> oh, Kate Bush! <laughs> it's Kate Bush! She's playing the damn heavy people hit me in the <laughs> Oh, she totally sings her hits while she plays Sonic. She of loves course. Sonic. And the obscure <laughs> album tracks. <laughs> she um she sings uh sat on your lap what <laughs> and when it gets difficult she, she phones peter gabriel yes yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i know we can make it i don't like i don't like the idea of being controlled by kate bush because <laughs> like she's undoubtedly a genius but she is also a, a woman who's lived in a big castle for 40 years um, and I worry what she'd put me through as Sonic. Also, it's a lot of pressure being Sonic because you have to save the planet again and again. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've got it in me. I'm mostly good at tweets. 
So, and that's, you know, art is subjective. Um, I, I'm going to close this door because I don't think Kate and I would have a good relationship if I'm a sprite in a video game. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. this is a sensible option. Okay, but you've turned, but she's a hero, right? She is a hero. I love Kate Bush. She, um, she's my idol, but E-Y-E. I twins. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. I feel goes out. Suze was making huge eyes. Yes. Yeah, no, I did eyes. Can you can't you hear them? Mm. (laughs) Like there's a sort of as long as they're quite sandy. <laughs> Is it the morning? Did you forget to take off your mascara? Right. <laughs> shall we shall we have a look at the next then? Sure. Is this number six? <laughs> Door number six. Three doors left. You're attending a big dressage show. Oh. Are you into dressage suits? Uh, well, yeah, by osmosis, because my mum, that's her job. She's a dressage rider. Um, it uh, turns out there's not much money in it, unless you already had it in the first place. That's what we <laughs> discovered. <laughs> Them jodhpurs is expensive. Oh, yeah. And you want to hear how much the horses cost. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just borrowed one. <laughs> You're at these dressage shows. Uh, I yeah. I guess, and the horses are dancing. They've done yeah. a square halt on X. Oh, eight. Yeah. Uh, the, the posh people are applauding, and, and someone sidles up beside you and says under their breath, Aren't you Suze Kempner? Oh, oh my God. God. I've always wanted to meet you. That person is. Cypriot mafia boss who met <laughs> <laughs> in Aguilera job in Iron Appa. I'm like, we've met before, and what are you doing at the Felbridge showground? Um, <laughs> this <clears throat> explaining to okay. yet a big Suze fan. Uh, in 2007, I did my first ever professional job in entertainment, um, and I'm 22, so I was eight. Years <laughs> I was 22 then. Um, 22, in 2007, age 22, I went and moved to Ayanapa in Cyprus for a season as a Christina Aguilera tribute act. Uh, long story short, we were a bit of a tax dodge for some low-level Cypriot organized crime company. And uh, turned out the standard of your performance was very unimportant as long as they could keep sending you to gigs. <laughs> Which was lucky for me. Um, I did, was meant to do six months. I lasted three months. Uh, ge- genuinely, the last thing I ever expected to bring me any um, good fortunes, because at the time it certainly didn't. But it kind of put my stamp on the map on Twitter a couple of years ago when I did a thread about it. And yeah, ev- everyone liked that. It turns out that's the most relatable thing I've ever posted. <laughs> it, is, it is a lovely bit of storytelling, and I think it's certainly one of my early exposures to your oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was quite, it was a weird few days. Piers Morgan retweeted the thread. Um, oh, yeah. Unironically, he obviously just was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. I, I hope she's racist or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but that was the that was when I started getting reply guys to that thread because before that like what could you possibly say to it other than oh my god but I was getting replies like she's lying no way this happened <laughs> like what a strange thing to make up <laughs> it was like from the Piers Morgan fans of all the things I could have thunk of that, yeah just, yeah it's just not one of them That's no specific. it's so specific it's so specific <laughs> it, there's no way yeah yeah uh so yeah I'm assuming so, that 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 you're you're not going to choose the door with the Cypriot mafia. No, absolutely, absolutely not. And I don't. I want to know what he's doing at this dressage competition. Well, his daughter owns a horse. If he's in organised crime, I don't know. I don't think they were very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I got my passport back, so they can't have been very good at it. That's the, that's the test, is it? That is. That's yeah, yeah. Like ah, got it back. <laughs> There are only two doors left. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to need to make a decision, aren't I? Yeah. How are you feeling about the, your decision making thus far? Now you've had. You I'm. Know. I'm the one I'm most. Um, the one that's going to bring me the most. Like, could have what could have been is Freddie because you know could have ended up being mates, done an album. And and actually, just being in a world that Freddie Mercury was alive in. Yeah, he gives you loads of free stuff. <laughs> he was really generous so i'd have got some good gifts yeah i love that i love that you're as uh venal and acquisitive as i am <laughs> when it comes to friendships yeah what can i get yeah yeah invited okay. him on your queen podcast he what sorry invited him on your queen podcast i could have done yeah i mean i've got him here on my desk right. oh, oh yeah so, and we we've never had an argument me and cardboard freddy so i don't know that's the one i feel most like what maybe i should have said yes but you know it was early 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 doors early doors let's go through some latter doors sure okay door number seven suze congratulations you won a major award <laughs> great but it's not comedy and it's not for acting and it's not for singing. It's for your amazing skill at eyelid turning. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I put that in the email? You <laughs> <laughs> know they did awards for it, I mean. <laughs> well, they do in this universe. That's the thing. It's, it's great. It's an awards. It's a place where freaky body talents sure. are celebrated. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about eyelid turning. Well, it's it's very simple. I can turn my eyelids inside out. Please look away if you don't want Are to see that. Are you ready to that. print screen print this? <laughs> yes, I'm going to screenshot while you do it. Okay, okay I'll do it. Okay. Oh! <laughs> if you open your eyes really wide, it, they just ping back down again. Do you know what? <laughs> Didn't get a screenshot. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, all right. If it's not painful. Oh no, it doesn't hurt. Oh, trouble is once you've done it once, they're they're a bit too keen to flip inside out. <gasps> oh, it's such a good example of the genre. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I, I want to take Suze. That I'm impressed with your singing. I'm impressed with your writing. Thanks. I'm impressed impressed with your comedy. But that's the one that I'm most jealous of because I. You're like, You've kept this under a bushel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's impressed me? You've 
when your eyeballs back to normal and your makeup is still in place. How yeah, can- yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I uh, I spray my face with hairspray to keep it all in place. <laughs> I forgot I put that in the email. What a horrible thing to put you off. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm impressed because I've I've wanted to be able to do that for years. Oh well, I can I can easily I can teach do you all sorts of disgusting things, but not that one. My mum, uh, at one point, uh, a family event told me you have to stop doing that. I was twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, you're, you're embarrassing me. Stop turning your eyelids inside. I out. love comedy. I found my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's find out who's presenting the award. Oh, it's a flag Twitter bot. Oh, no. How did they get this gig? (laughs) Okay. It's John 376542, Union Jack, Union Jack, Union Jack. Oh, he's the worst one. Yes, flag Twitter uh, are tend to be anonymous accounts where it's just a man's first name and then a bunch of numbers and then a couple of Union Jacks. And they usually have an account that was made within the last six weeks and they exist purely to go, you're ugly and stuff like that. Um, I know I'm going to say no, which means I have to take the final scenario. You do. Um, I'm going to have to take it. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. You should be. It's absolutely <laughs> Because nothing could be as bad, yeah, spending eternity with a bot. (laughs) I mean, actually, all I I had to do was take an award from him, didn't I? Yeah, but the the thing about it is, that's in a world where those bots have become able to pop on a tuxedo. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like it. And it does annoy me that of all the uses you could possibly have for artificial intelligence, telling women they're ugly is what they've decided. I know, they love it. And I'm like, oh, no, I really wanted to have sex with you. (laughs) <laughs> racist troll bot um this Your is broken my heart yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well let's look at your chosen by default oh wow this is uh, there's the dog this there's is the dog no, it's very handsome dog. in the background uh here we go let's look and see okay. where, where you're going door number eight Wow, so Suze, you've done it. All this work, all the green screen videos, all the Twitter threads, all the brilliant Twitch content has finally got you a role in the West End, baby. Oh, I knew it would all pay off. <laughs> you are the lead in a musical about Patty Hearst. Oh, brilliant. Why, my, why? my doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> there is a photograph out there, people, where where Patty Hurst looks. Hang on, I can I can show you. I can show you. Oh, I might on. be able to do it share screen because I'm. Oh, well, I'm racing you. <laughs> I'm going to hear my incredibly loud. If you go to at Suze UK, it's your. Is it still your profile picture? Look. Oh yeah, I've just found it. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Um, I will um, put a link to that in the show notes, listener. <laughs> My goodness. So there ought to be a Patty Hearst musical, and if they don't cast me, they're just being assholes. So <laughs> this universe <it> happened. <laughs> a good scenario so far. All is fabulous. And you arrive at the first rehearsal to discover that your co-star is Mara Wilson. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's looking very cross. Someone. She couldn't let me have the limelight just once. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Sis? I don't even know who Mara Wilson is. Mara Wilson, she was Matilda and uh, she was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yes. And that, that Miracle on 34th Street, really cute kid um, who I assumed was several years older than me. Turns out she's three years younger than me. But when I was a kid, I used to have a big issue with her. I was super jealous. Of her. She's your Olivia Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't storm out. I had a bit more dignity than that. And I watched the whole of Mrs. Doubtfire. So. <laughs> no, I just used to think, oh, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Like, <laughs> but in this universe that we're gifting you, yeah. you are peers, aren't you? Yeah, I guess. And I'm, I am the lead. And, yeah. and she's the your mate. So she's, you know, looks up to you. Does she, that yeah, yeah. I'm like, as a much older woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have much to impart. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll take it. But and I if bet she, she wins... didn't spend her twenties in the in in Iron Apple. No, well, more she'd have been in her. rehab being a child star. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's done all right. To be honest, ah, she's, she's kept really... herself together and stuff. She has and she's she's a, a great. Weird. She's she's a proper cool actor. She's very good on Twitter. She retweeted my reply guys thread, and I was like, oh yeah, <gasps> all right then. Here she is. <laughs> <laughs> to her <laughs> how invested you are in your imaginary relationships with with famous people because no it's a real relationship <laughs> they can't stop me having it up here <laughs> I, I quite like that this is your scenario because when we presented you with your heroes earlier on you didn't you were too frightened to do yeah that's it what if it ended horribly like yes. in my dreams there's nothing to lose here you might that's be it. friends with super fantastic actor or you might not and that's fine you just do the show and you move on and yeah you get a chance to stick your fingers in her eyes oh that would be fun so you know yeah i could go work. this bitch in the dressing room to other yeah. people i'm like oh god there she goes no maybe i'd be really nice to her because i'm very benevolent yes. yes and older and older yeah grow up you know i could say to her like come on you've got to grow up <laughs> thomas and the magic railroad was a long time ago love you know <laughs> <laughs> she was in that I was over my jealousy by then I don't know how you feel Suze but I think this isn't a bad outcome considering it wasn't the bot guy at the end no that would have been dreadful yeah or I could have chosen nothing couldn't I in theory you could I could have, have I could have just disappeared from existence yeah what would happen Suze we are going to send you through that door thanks send you through door number eight but before you go through that door my friend sure where can our listener lynn parker's husband richard, <laughs> Hi, richard. <laughs> tell us give us your give us your socials tell us where we can find out more oh yeah you can find me tweeting all hours of the day twitter.com slash suz uk s-o-o-z uk uh you can find me on twitch twitch dot twitch dot tv slash suz kempner all one word and i stream various ridiculous things come and look at them <laughs> they're wonderful we are going to slam the door behind you off you go into your future thank you West bye 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 everybody bye <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's all we've got time for. Follow us on the socials at E-Y-R-E-L-E-I-G-H on Twitter and Early Doors on Instagram. And we're on Facebook too. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed yourself, please do hit subscribe. And if you want to email us any scenarios that we can put our guests in, please do at earlydoors at gmail.com. We'd love to take your embarrassing incidents and adventures and turn them into alternative realities for our guests. Bye. I'm off to visit Pretty Patel in prison to see whether she regrets any of it. And I'm off through this door to shout, I object at David Bowie's wedding to Imam. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by us. We did all the work. The voiceovers were by John Darvel. Well done here, eh? <laughs>